1: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever or wherever you're listening to or watching. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I am your host, Michael Clifford, aka Slim Cliffy. Joining me today, just before he heads down to the pool hall to break out Lucille, our single-entry superhero, Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, bud?
0: I didn't read the intro. That's a nice Fresh Prince reference <laughs> right there, right? Yeah. I can have Lucille. I still suck at pool, so... I ain't hustling anybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a bull hustler either. I'm the one that gets hustled. <laughs> yeah, I, know how, I know how that goes. I uh, just want to give a quick shout out to Yahoo Fantasy. They are our sponsor for today. Uh, we'll be talking about Yahoo Fantasy a little bit later, but thanks to them. Uh, before we dive in too deep, if you're not already subscribed to our, to our channel, now is the perfect time to do so. Uh, we've got you covered for every DFS sport, including daily streams for NFL, MLB, and NBA, which starts today, by the way. And then we've got NHL, PGA, college football, and a whole bunch more. Subscribing to the channel is the number one way you can help us out. And it doesn't cost you anything. So just click that little subscribe button. Uh, You'll get get the videos pop up in your feed when we go. And click the notification if you want to get uh, a little bell whenever we hit the air. All right. Let's talk about last night real quick. Uh, You told me uh, you eked out a profit. Good for you. Um, I just played one lineup. I was away all day. Um, didn't eke out a profit because I did not have any Philly. Uh, Philly kind of like they looked good last night. Um, six goals. Uh, Derek Brassard uh, had the only three point performance, and I think that's kind of something that we have to keep in mind with Philly here, right? Is like they have you know when they're healthy, they might have three lines that could score. Yeah,
0: they're actually pretty good. Uh, coach not very good, but you know that won't really come into play till. Playoff time if they make it, but yeah, they look good last night. I would have done a lot better, but Pablo Buchnevich scored on his first shot, and then he decided he was in the WWE and started headbutting people. Now he's probably going to get suspended. So, you know, it, it was nice to see him score in my lineup, but in the wrong sweater. Yeah, but it is what it is. Still in therapy. Osmo's awesome. paying for it. What can you do?
1: <laughs> hey, yeah, as long as somebody else puts the bill, right? <laughs> Yeah. that's that's kind of all that matters uh yeah uh John gibson had a very good night uh for anaheim in net last night that's like anaheim's got to be breaking some hearts here man because i think it was like a 41 save performance uh from anthony stolars uh when gibson was hurt a couple of games ago and then gibson puts up another 41 save performance okay. again like uh, a terrible defensive team, but they're getting bailed out by their goalies. and that's something that, that's something to keep in mind and something we talk about here a lot with tournaments is that um, those goalies that are on bad teams that are going to face a ton of shots can often win tournaments. And if you had John Gibson, uh, he might have helped you win a tournament last night. All right, we got to get this moving because we do have a monster 11-game slate on the docket today. So let's get to our first game here. We've got Vancouver, the 3.2 implied goal total. They're going into Buffalo. Buffalo has a 2.8 implied goal total. Um, You know, a week ago, if you would have said Vancouver going into Buffalo, Buffalo would have a 2.8. I think you might have said that's a little bit high. The way Buffalo's played early in the season, they haven't looked too terrible uh, should know Brock Besser is a game-time decision. He could slot in tonight on Elias Pettersson's line. We just won't know until warm up start. All right, what do you like here, Josh?
0: Yeah, I mean, what a game to start this slate off with. Buffalo Sabres. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Sabers second line that's getting ownership. Like, just throw me down the stairs, like, for real. Like, I, I don't know if I can play the Sabres. Like, they scored, what, six goals? Or no, four goals in the other game. Like, they might not score four goals for the next three weeks. But, like... I don't know. Like, it's just hard for me to go against Demko. I know the Canucks have some issues defensively, but this is just really on an eleven-game slate. Like, I'm not like itching to play the Sabers. If you're if you're mmeing and you're over twenty lineups, you're getting close to hundred. You can have some, but like nine percent Tage Thompson. I know they're fully correlated on the power play, but it's just I think it's price driven. But there are some other you know spots that I like around that same price that we will get to later uh, on the Vancouver side. If Brock Besser is in, sometimes you get these like late game time decisions and people have their lineup set, they're grinding NBA or whatever it is that starts tonight. Brock Besser being back could mess up, you know, an optimizer's lines that you already ran. So if he's in, that's something to keep an eye on. Cause I, I really do like that line. If it is Pettersson, uh Besser, Hoglander uh, you can get them maybe, at a lower own trio, if Besser is a late news going to play and he's going to slot in and play on the top power play. I do also like the Horvat line. There really is not a matchup that I know Jake put into our uh discord chat that the Tage Thompson line had like 100% Corsi the last game, but <laughs> I ain't buying it. So like, I think uh Horvat line is in play for sure Patterson line especially at Buster's back I think you can get them a little bit owned and you know if you're MMEing I guess you can have a little bit of the Sabres but I'm not itching to play them
1: yeah I really I'm really glad you brought up um that Horvat line I wrote about them in the my power plays article uh today over at osmo.com um we usually have an article that goes up on the website free to read uh if you want to check out some plays for the night uh, on larger slates, we'll have articles up there. I have one today and I talk about Bo and it's just a price thing, right? 13,200 in what should be a, a good spot. Uh, can't, you know, I don't wouldn't begrudge anybody for playing it, but like I mentioned in my power Place article, ownership is a concern and, you know, we have them at 16% owned as a line. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that's our highest owned line on the entire slate. So like, I th- I think I'd rather go to Vancouver one slide in Besser. And then if he doesn't play uh, maybe just, you know, figure out like, you can probably just slide in JT, uh, you know, JT Miller uh, if you want. Uh, I know they play different positions, uh, but you can actually go down from Besser to JT Miller. If you leave Besser in utility, which you should be uh, um, anyway for anybody that's a game time decision. So, that's kind of the way I'm approaching it. I might build with Miller, and then if I can, you know, move a defenseman up because they're a th- about a thousand dollars difference. So that's the way I'm leaning. I'm leaning the Pedersen line for Vancouver. On the Buffalo side, that entire Buffalo second line is correlated on the power play, and that that kind of interests me because I do have them. At, like I have them as a good value, like just flat out by my numbers. I have them as a good value for a second line. I just don't have them for a super high projection. So, you know, you need to mix them in with your Edmonton power play or your Washington ones or something like that. So I don't hate that Buffalo second line. I just, I won't have a lot of them uh, in 20 lineups. I might have one, you know what I mean? So um, that's kind of where I'm going. Vancouver one, maybe some Buffalo two uh, in net. I, I also wrote up Thatcher Demko and it was more because over on FanDuel, he's priced down to 7,300, I think. So he's way cheaper on FanDuel than DK. So don't mind playing him on FanDuel. I'd probably stay away from him on DraftKings, though, at 8,000. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't mind Demko if you're using, you know, Vancouver. I don't know if i go out of my way to play, pay 8,000 for Demko on the road in a, in a matchup where shot could be an issue.
1: Gotcha. All right, uh, let's just keep moving to the next game. And this is a game that's kind of surprising to both of us. Uh, San Jose, 2.8 implied goal total. Going into Montreal, the Habs have a 3.2 implied goal total. But if you look at the movement through the day, the Habs started uh, with a much lower goal total, and it's moved up all through the day uh, to one of the higher implied goal totals on the entire slate. I think they're tied for third with Vancouver uh, behind Edmonton and somebody else. So (laughs) it seems like the bettors are expecting a lot of goals here, and a lot of goals for Montreal... In particular, and that's of interest to us because uh by our top stacks tool, we don't have a lot of ownership on the HABs outside of that third line because it's very cheap. Uh Hoffman, Gallagher, and Adam Brooks. Um, but we have the other their top two lines, both under 5%. But if they have one of the higher implied gold totals on the entire slate, and there's a lot of money moving to their side because it's it it moved like 25 cents to their side as well. Um it tells me there's, there's probably going to be a lot more ownership on Montreal here than, than we might expect. So uh, what do you see out of this game, Josh?
0: Yeah, it must be the Mike Hoffman bump, you know what I mean? He comes back well, and the
1: Adam Brooks bump.
0: Yeah, the, the Adams Brooks bump. I just, I'm not buying the ownership on this third line. Like we were talking about it before the show, like they're not getting minutes. Like, yeah, Hoffman's on the top power play, but Brandon Gallagher has been playing 13, 14 minutes. And I just, you know, even last year when he was on the top line, he was getting 17, but that's still way better than 14. And if you get in the third lines, yeah, they're going to get, you know, maybe the depth of, if you can call it depth, of the Sharks. But, like, you, in GBPs, you, even in cash, like, in 14 minutes, like, they have to go to work to pay off. And you, you look up into the second line, like, Dvorak, in under 4K k piece at 3%. Josh Anderson, 3100 Four percent, like yeah, maybe that comes up during the day. But like, even if they come in at five, six, seven percent, that's the line I want to use. Like, I yeah, I'm a big Dvorak guy, but like, I'd rather play Montreal two over Buffalo two any day of the week. Like, that's a line, arguably early in the season, is the best Montreal line. They're they're priced like a uh, an average third line. So, yeah, I really like Montreal, too. If you want to go to Montreal, one, their ownership is down as well. That might creep up. Like, but to Foley-Suzuki-Caulfield, like, they're going to explode one of these games, so you want to get ahead of the trend. So if you're, if you're MMEing, you want to get them at low ownership and a high total before they go off because the next game, they're going to be higher-owned, and you're going to be competing with a you know, big chunk of the field. So I don't mind going there as well. On the Sharks' side, I do like that top line, uh, Meyer, Couture, Dalin. He was in the Swiss Super League last year. Was that it? Uh, I think he was in Sweden. Sweden, yeah. But it, the the numbers he put up were ridiculous. Like yeah, he's he not, did really well. He's not some, like, you know, just some guy. Like, his numbers were incredible. So, like, and they're fully correlated on the power play. And it's like, yeah, they have a 2.8 total on the on the road. But, like, Montreal's not very good defensively. So, I, I do like having some of that top line, for sure. Um, if you want to go down to that third line, you know, Benino LeBanc. It's too early in the season for Benino Bonino, Bonino. But, like... <laughs> If you need some fillers, I don't mind a Benino Lebanc two man.
1: Yeah, I don't mind that two man either. But I think for like, I'm probably going to be off San Jose uh, entirely in this game. Like, I was on the first, I was on that Couture line the first couple games. They just haven't looked great. Like, I don't know if Couture's lost a step or something, but he's had a lot of injuries. You know, he's getting towards his mid thirties now, so uh, maybe he is. Um, I do think that second line's a little bit better, but I'm just out on San Jose. For me, it, it's on the Montreal side, and it's at the Vorak line. Um, we have them coming in under 5%. I think that comes up a bit, but they're probably going to stick around 5%. Um, they're super cheap uh, under 11K. Not perfectly correlated on the power play anymore, but all their players are on one of the power plays, so that's still something. Um and they can fit perfectly with the super expensive stack that we're going to talk later on with about Edmonton. So, I, you know, I think people are going to chase that Mike Hoffman, Brendan Gallagher. Because Gallagher is a guy all the DFSers know because of his shot volume. Hoffman is a guy all the DFSers know because of his goal-scoring ability. So, I think people that play NHL would just gravitate towards that line more. So, I'm going to be more on Dvorak, Anderson, in but not a lot. Like, I'll probably have them in a couple lineups um, out of my twenty. Uh, on the blue line, is there anybody that sticks out to you here? I mean, I know San Jose, like we say Brent Burns is, is always in play if, if you want to correlate. Uh, anything else stick out to you?
0: Uh, I think Mario Ferraro at 3K is interesting, just from a time on ice and shot blocking perspective. But really, I'm not going to go out of my way to really play Sharks defenseman tonight. David Savard on the uh, Montreal side under 3K uh, someone I would look to one off. Um, Petrie at 5k is interesting to me. I think, uh, you can fit him in with Montreal too, pretty easily.
1: Okay. Just want to note two things from our chat. One from one of our buddies, quick Party, said Vancouver sent down Patan. So that's probably a good indication that Brock Besser is going to be in tonight. Cause you wouldn't send a forward down if you don't have another forward to replace him. Uh, and the other is a super chat from Clayton Ortner. Thank you very much for the super chat, Clayton. It says place third in the 444 GPP and first in the five dollars single entry on Fanduel, 944 into 1,782 dollars. Thank you, Awesome. Hey, congratulations, man! That's a very big night uh, when you're when you're still just trying to grind away and build your bankroll. Uh, those are the, those are the nights you dream of when you when you're just trying to when you're just trying to build your bankroll. So congratulations to you. Uh, let's see if we can get a few more binks. Out here tonight. Uh, This game is really interesting to me. The next game that we're going to talk about here, and it's one that I'm probably going to have a ton of ownership from. Florida, 2.9 implied goal total going into Tampa Bay. The Lightning have a 3.2 implied goal total. Um, I talked about it on Twitter this morning. Sam Bennett, 4,500 on DraftKings. That is so egregious i don't even know where to begin the guy has 18 points in his last 12 games just put up a hat trick his last time out and he's cheaper than jt comfort like what are we even doing here florida two um owen Tippett. he didn't skate yesterday in practice but he's expected to play tippet huberto and uh, bennett are my best value line of the season so far they're like unless I flat out exclude them from my player pool there's just no way I won't end up with a ton of Florida two here tonight uh so that's where my ownership's going I don't have a whole lot more to say other than that uh, I should obviously also mention that Nikita Kutrov out for Tampa for a little while Corey Perry on the top line but yeah for me this is a Florida two game what do you see here
0: yeah I'm not buying the 2.9 total like Tampa Bay lost their third line they lost Kucherov they have Corey Perry on the top line in 2021 this isn't a very good defensive team from a forward standpoint even you know they've been ro- relying on their defensemen to you know pick up the defensive play but they haven't even been that good this season they got rolled by the, the the wings which we'll get to later but like i don't know they just their numbers haven't been great this year uh and i agree with you on Florida too like they're 12-7 <laughs> 12-7 on DraftKings and they're coming in at 2% like (laughs) I'm confused yeah so even if even if their ownership triples to like 7-8% don't care yeah yeah who cares (laughs) who cares Sam Bennett should be like I don't know what's a decent price for Sam Bennett. like 6,100
1: he should be 6k and and Cuberto should be in the 7s
0: yeah and the one thing I will say about Florida if you're using the top line just be a bit wary like Anthony Duclair moved up to the top line, but man, Joel Clinville loves to kick him off after he like has one bad shift. So, but Reinhardt hasn't been very good either. So he might stick there. Uh, you know, you can, with Florida, if you want to, you can, you know, lock in Barkov and or Barkov, Barkov and Bennett and, you know, put in Huberdo. but really Florida two is great. Uh, Florida one, is going to be very, very low-owned, and they were very good last season, that iteration for Hagee, Barkov, Duclair, one of the best defensive lines while it was together. So, But, yeah, this is a far-to-two game for me. I'm out on Tampa Bay. If you want to one-off some people, that's fine. But even Stamkos' price is up to 7K, .7.2. There's just not much that I want from Tampa tonight.
1: Yeah, I have no interest in top-line Corey Perry. (laughs) Like, If if you wanted to play Tampa 2, like, I, th- I think that'd be fine because I can see, I can definitely see a world without Kucherov where, you know, Stan coast might be- might play a couple more minutes. Maybe Alex Lauren plays an extra minute or something like that. Like you're not going to replace Kucherov. You just try to replace him in the aggregate, but if they're going to come in at 10% and I'm not a big fan of that line to begin with, like, I, I just don't have, um, like a huge, like there's no inkling for me to, to really just slam in some Tampa. So, um, you know, I, I wouldn't hate, like, a bring-point Andre Palliak because, like, if you look at Tampa's numbers or points numbers with and without Kucherov, like, they go down, but it's not like they crater. You know what I mean? Like, he's still, like, a 70 or 75-point, like, player uh, without Kucherov. He's just not a 95-point player without Kucherov, right? So, I think Tampa 1 is still fine. It's still in play for me, but I don't know how Corey Perry's going to go there, and we have them over-owned as it is. So oh, yeah. So, like... You know, I'm, I'm not going to change their, their you know, I'm not going to give them a thumbs up or thumbs down in FC or anything. You know, if they naturally end up in my lineup, I'll play them, but they're definitely not a line I'm going out to play. So I'm with you on this game. It's all about Florida too. Uh, on the blue line, I see Chernak is still fairly cheap. Um, the price on the Florida defensemen, though, have come up. We got over $5,000, 6700 What do you see?
0: Yeah. I mean, that price is a bit tough on Ekblad, but I mean, if you're going to play Florida too, you can play Ekblad. Like it's not like their price prohibited from you not getting Ekblad in. So I think that's fine. I wish Mackenzie Weaker was a bit cheaper, but um, the punk guys not super interested in, if you want to pump Montour, I think that's fine on the uh, Tampa side. I don't mind Hedman as a, as a one-off in, you know, like mid range builds in GPPs, but you know, McDonough Chernak, fine under 3K, but I'm not super interested in Tampa as a whole tonight.
1: Glad you said Victor Hedman one-off because we actually had that question in chat. So congratulations. Ah, there you go. Maybe there's just something in the air that you just it you you just sensed it, right? You just sensed yeah. that they're yeah, okay. All right. Uh <laughs> celebrate the start of the NBA season. Uh we have a special tip-off deal which grants all new Osmo Plus members 50% off their first week of Osmo Plus Platinum. Just use the promo code CURRY, that's C-U-R-R-Y, all capital letters, at checkout. Uh, or click the link on the link in the video description below to activate. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com for every sport. Player projections, ownership projections, our super popular NBA boom and bust tool, lineup builders, and a whole lot more. This offer is valid through Monday, October 25th. That's next Monday. So hurry up and lock in this deal to start your Osmo Plus membership. For only $15, that's three capital letters at checkout. Or click the link below in the description below to activate. All right, moving along. Seattle, 2.7 implied gold total. New Jersey, 3.3 implied gold total. Uh, Seattle played last night, uh, got absolutely blown up, 6-1. Uh, imagine that means Chris Tridger uh, starts in net uh, for Seattle tonight. Uh, They did some line shuffling. Alex Wenberg jumped up to the top line. Jared McCann got stuffed down. Uh, With back-to-backs, we just won't know what the lineup is going to be until warm-ups hit. Um, What do you see uh, for the Kraken side here? Is there anything that you like? And then head on over to New Jersey.
0: Uh, If I say anything bad about uh, Dridger, you know, our boy Quick Party will give me the old block-a-rooney on (laughs) on, uh, Twitter. But I actually like Dridger, but I don't think this is the night. Seattle's at the end of a long road trip. Now it's a back-to-back. I'm kind of out on Seattle tonight. Eleven game slate, back to back on the road on a different coast. It's just not something that I'm super interested. If you want to go down to that third line, do two man of Donato Geeky in some of your like more expensive power stacks. I think that's fine. What's really catching my eye in this game is the Devils have a 3.3 total at home against a team that's on a back to back and their ownership is non-existent, like non-existent on that top line. Jack Hughes coming in under one percent. Maybe that comes up during the day, but. I kind of like that line. It depends on where Wenberg is, really, because like I, I'm a, I like McCann, um, and it also depends on line matching. You see that top line Hughes under one percent, the Heesher Zacha Brat line coming in around one percent. I like that line as well. Like, if this is going to be an underown spot, I think this is a good spot to go uh, over over the field. You don't need much to go over the field in the MME three point three total at home. Uh, the Devils have looked pretty good, you know. Uh, so, I think all the top two lines are in play. If you want to drop down, do a little Tatar one off or mix them in with Jack Houston to get both power play time, I think that's fine. And, uh, you know, Dougie is very pricey and he's going to get ownership for sure. But, like that, that, you know, it's going to be contrarian because they're pro- the Devil's prices are a bit up. So, I think they're a good contrarian option in GPP tonight.
1: Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that Hischer-Rat-Zaka line because the way that they've actually uh, been doling out the line assignments, um, that line should go up against the depth from Seattle. And like, listen, we've talked about Seattle being good defensively, but this team only has so many good players to spread through the lineup. Uh, once you get down to like the third pair of Jeremy Lozon and Hayden Flurry, like we like Flurry for DFS. I just don't know about real life. And then, you know, maybe you get some Mason Appleton, maybe you're facing off against Ryan Donato. Like, there's just not a whole lot uh, to speak of. So uh, I do like the Hischier line a little bit better, especially where Hishir and Zachar are both on the top PP unit. Like, the problem with Hughes is both his wingers are on the other power play unit, so like that's kind of why I like Hishir and Zaka better. But and if I'm with you, I think they're both uh, they're both in, in good spots. I think they're both going under own for what they can do tonight. So I do like both the New Jersey top lines. I just like the Hishir line a little bit better. Uh, Damon Severson, uh, remember, is going to be back in tonight uh, for the Devils. Twenty nine hundred. Uh, Hayden Flurry, our boy hit the 20, hit 20 minutes last night and got our block bonus. Still power play two for Seattle. What do you see on the blue line?
0: Yeah. Hayden is a, is a solid one off there. Dougie, if you're using any of the top six, he is pricey, but you know, Severson also fine at 2,900. Subban and Graves are a bit overpriced for my taste. So it's really Dougie Hamilton or Severson on the double side.
1: Yeah. Uh, he, he is overpriced, but like you said, I think it is contrarian in a sense because of where the Devil's prices are sitting right now. All right, let's move it along. Dallas, 2.6 implied gold total. Going into Pittsburgh, the Penguins have a 3.0 implied gold total. Brian Rust is out for Pittsburgh. Sidney Crosby is out for Pittsburgh. Evgeny Malkin is out for Pittsburgh. John Klingberg is out for Dallas. That is a lot of talent missing from this game, probably why it's a game that's set at a five and a half total. Um, Dallas has kind of messed around with their lines. Um, Joel Kibaranta up to the second line, pa- Joe, Joe Pavelski down to the third line. It seems like they're trying to spread out some scoring, um, but they just aren't even scoring. So like, I don't know how spreading out the score is going to help it anyways. Uh, what do you think about this game, Josh?
0: Yeah, I'm not super high in this game as a whole, especially on this big of a slate. I think, you know, there's nothing that I'm going to focus primarily on. I think this is more of an MME filler type of night. Um, if you want to go to that top line of Pittsburgh, I think that's fine. You know, Jake Gensel's 7,600. It's a little tough pill to swallow. Like, that is one of the most expensive forward prices on the board, and there's some other players I'd rather pay up for. I mean, you do get a bit of a discount with Heinen at 3,400. Um, that's really the only line that I would consider on Pittsburgh, though. If you want to go to the second line, I think you can two-man, like Rodriguez and Kapanen for power play or Zucker or something like that. But I, I still don't know if I'd full stack them. Um on the Dallas side, like, yeah, people are going to go. You see the ownership around 5% on Ben Sagan, Radulov. I just – if you want to have a couple in MME, that's fine. It's just, yeah, Pittsburgh isn't great defensively and Yari isn't the best, but they just haven't looked very good this season. The second line, Kiviranta, Hintz, Peterson, they're super cheap. Uh, if you want some, their PowerPoint correlation isn't great. Hintz and Peterson in the second unit. But, like, at that price, I'd rather – like 99.9 out of 100 times, I'd rather just lock in to two. So uh, really, this is an MME game for me. I, I just, There's not much that I really like.
1: Yeah, I'm out on uh, Pittsburgh 1, like <laughs> yeah, take Ensel 7,600, yeah. man. I just can't do that. Pittsburgh 2 has actually looked surprisingly good this year. I didn't think that line would be very good, but um, by my eyes, they've looked good. By the numbers, they've looked good. And they're, two, of the, two of the three guys are on the top power play unit. And they're going to be going up against the Ben Sagan-Radulov line. And, like, they're, they're probably going to be fine. But they're all getting old. Sagan's getting, you know, I think at least Sagan and Radulov are returning from injuries from last year. Um, like, I don't think that's a terrible matchup for Pittsburgh, too. So, if you want to, like, two-man Rodriguez-Kapanen, I think something like that is fine. Um, I think they can carry some play here, so I don't mind Pittsburgh too, but that's kind of all I like out of the forwards here, like I just breaking up Hints and Pavelski I think is just terrible, and I don't like the Bennigan's line, that's 2021 it's not 2016 anymore, so uh, that's kind of where I'm sitting there uh, on the blue line, is there anybody that sticks out to you, I mean, Mira Haskinen probably should get a ton of minutes with John Klingberg out, same with Esa Lindell and Ryan Suter, what do you think?
0: Yeah, their prices are kind of in no man's land, but you know, if you're if you want to correlate them in, I think that's perfectly fine. Um, Jake's boy, Hawk and Pa, twenty five hundred. Uh, I'm probably not going to play him. I just wanted to mention him because he has great hair, just like Jake. But uh, on the Pittsburgh side, Mike Matheson, Min Price should be back. PowerPlay two is a guy. Oh, who, I feel like Chris Collinsworth. Now here's a guy, but like uh, Min Price.
1: Seeing is believing and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum processor because this is an audio ad unless you can see it which means you already have one nice Samsung more wow than ever
0: Okay round 2 name something that's not boring
1: a Laundry Ooh, a book club Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for
1: Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: PowerPoint we 2, we're not playing him because he's good defensively. He's very active offensively. I think you can play him if you need a one off.
1: Um, neither of the goalies. I know, like, obviously, Tristan Terry's not going in net for either of us. But uh, what do you think on the Dallas side?
0: I like Braden Holtby in 2021. I might as well just lock in Holtby, play some Corey Perry, you know, pour like a four locos in a glass and just go to town.
1: <laughs> I would mind a four logo right now. Actually, I kind of hit the spot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, fair enough. Let's move on to the next game then. Uh, Colorado has a 3.0 implied goal total. They're going into Washington. The Caps also have a 3.0 implied goal total. The big news, obviously, Nathan McKinnon is back uh, onto the top line with Andre Burakovsky and Mikko Rantanen. Uh, still no Gabriel Landeskog. This is the second game of his suspension. And still no Valerie Nachushkin. He's injured. Like, to me, those are their two best two-way wingers, right? And I think those are defensive losses that shouldn't be uh, overlooked especially when you combine that with Devin Tate's like I know Colorado is deep but eventually uh, when you lose enough stars uh, you just don't have the depth to fill them in but uh, all that being said Nathan McKinnon back in our lives so obviously we got to talk about him. what do you think about McKinnon in his first game back about the spot for Colorado uh, the abs in general and then tell us about the Cavs.
0: It's tough to conjecture on McKinnon. Like I I don't think you need to put much thought into it. He was asymptomatic positive, had two negative tests. We don't. They wouldn't play him if he wasn't ready. So I think you know it's full go for McKinnon. If you want to play him, you can play him. Uh, I think it's a decent spot, and you know you don't get too much of a discount with Gog out. Burakovsky is still fifty nine hundred, and he is not on the top power play. So I, I think if you want to go some power play route. For the Avs, I think you can put in Tyson Yost with McKinnon and Wren and go 2C, get pretty contrarian there. Yost is 2,700 on the top power play unit. He's not that great, but at that price, if he gets a goal or gets an assist on the power play, I think he'll he'll be fine. Um, I also really like the top line for the Caps tonight. Uh, It it can't really be understated. Like, Nishushkin's out, Landis out. There's they're not fully healthy yeah they're decent defensively but it's on the road uh Kemper's on a new team we like Kemper or i like Kemper i think you like Kemper yeah, I, like I don't Kemper. know maybe we all love Kemper but everybody loves Kemper everyone loves Kemper we even Jordan love loves Kemper and he doesn't yeah. even know who he is yeah yeah but uh yeah i like that top line of Kuznetsov Wilson um i don't know if i'm going to you know go out of my way to in like two to five lineups like lock them in but they're a line that i'm looking to play so yeah in this game i like colorado one a little colorado power play that second line for colorado is a bit pricey like jt comfort five thousand is just it's going to be a no for me dog uh so like the top lines and maybe a little bit of power play
1: yeah um from our top stacks tool we have them we have washington one is a 10 stack coming in at 10 percent, so that's completely fine um Colorado was one of the 10 most penalized teams in the league last year and penalties are up at least early so far this year. So uh, that's another little check in the column for Washington one is that um, there should be some power play time here. Washington or, you know, Ovechkin plays both power plays. So he plays with both the Kuznetsov on the first unit and Wilson on the second one. Uh, So he gets exposure to both. So I don't mind uh, Washington one. I think like I do like Colorado uh, two here tonight Uh, for this reason. Washington's Washington typically uses Lars Eller in the checking role. So he'll get Nate McKinnon that leaves the second line going up against Washington one. And as good as Ovechkin and Kuznetsov have been on the power play and special teams, they haven't been that great at five on five um, and they weren't that great at five on five defensively last year either. So I think if you want to sneak in like a, uh, like a sneaky secondary stack for me, I think it would be Colorado two. Um, I'm going to wait to see where they where they show up in my crunches. But, I like, it's one of those stacks where I'd rather play Colorado 2 at, like, 1% or 2% than Montreal 3 at, like, 11% or 10%. And you know what I mean? So uh, I'm going to keep an eye on, on Colorado 2. They're definitely going to be in my mix uh, as a secondary stack. Should mention, by the way, Colorado's going 11-7 tonight, 11 forwards, 7 defensemen. So we can probably expect a lot of mixed-up line combinations. So I'm not sure, like, a full three-man is the best way to go from Colorado here. I'd do like McKinnon and Brantanen or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't just stack all three players because I think we're going to see a lot of different line combinations here tonight. All right. uh, Moving to the blue line, John Carlson, man, his price just can't come up. It just won't budge. It's, you know, it was 5,400. I guess it's now 5,800. So it's coming up a bit, That's still much cheaper than where he was all all year last year. Um, Anybody else stick out on the blue line?
0: Uh, not really. I mean, if you want to use McCarr for PowerPoint one for the abs, that's fine. You know, there are seven defensemen. So time and ice for after the top pair guys might be a little bit of concern, but bone Byram is a guy 3,400. He's getting no ownership. He's pretty good. And I just want to mention Mikel Maltsev for Jake, because, uh, an empty net goal from him last year on the devils got him a live final seat. So I know Jake is going to have 83% Mikel Maltsev tonight.
1: Yeah. Um, now, I want to talk about goalies. Uh, we have Darcy Kemper as the third lowest projected goalie on the entire slate here tonight. And it's a it's a function of a number of reasons. One, like you said, Colorado is a good defensive team, and that should limit shots. And Washington relies on a lot of power play scoring and stuff like that, which means high percentage shots. So um, don't expect Kemper to face like 39 shots or something here tonight. That's why we have him ranked so low, even though he's only $7,500. Um, would you play him anything outside of a correlated lineup?
0: Probably not. There's some cheaper options with higher upside, I think, down the road in these later games.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, All right. We have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers, all of which you can find in the links in the description of this video. First, we have an exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo, sign up for an account via the link below, deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first paid contest, and we will reach out to you via email with a coupon. If you need immediate access because you want to play today, email support at osmo.com, and we'll get you set up. Just to emphasize, once again, this offer is for new Yahoo users only. You can also claim a free $10, which can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including, or any Yahoo contest, sorry make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. So if you want to get a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum, you just got to sign up, be a first time user over on Yahoo. The link is in the description below. Uh, And we do have some free stuff up on the website today. We usually do have uh, some free stuff this week or today. Sorry, we have PGA rankings. So if you're playing a little golf this week, check out the site uh, for your PGA rankings. All right. Let's move it along. We still have five games to get through. We still got lots of time. We got 20 minutes to get through them. Uh, First game, Columbus Blue Jackets, 2.7 implied goal total going Mm -hmm. into into Detroit uh, with a 2.8 implied goal total. Uh, Dylan Larkin back, served a one-game suspension uh, for punching a guy in the face. He's back. He's going to the top line. Uh, Max Domi. He was uh, in and out of the lineup. They're not sure what that third line is going to be. Uh, he was playing on the third line for Columbus. They're not sure if he's going to play tonight. So that's something that we won't uh, we won't know until later. Uh, do you like anything out of this game, Josh?
0: I wish that, I honestly wish this game was on the slate because I keep coming back to it. Like I don't want to keep coming back to this game. I like the line A Jenner Voracek line. Uh, they're decently cheap. Uh, they're not very high owned line A. Is back to his, uh, you know, diehard villain status with his clothes, but like he's actually looked way better now that Torts has gone back to the TV side of things. Uh, the second line uh, Nyquist, Roslevik, Bjorkstrand does interest me, especially at their ownership. They are pricey. Bjorkstrand up to six thousand seven hundred, Rosselvik five thousand three hundred. I don't mind that two man yet yeah, is twelve thousand, and I'd rather you know spend the extra seven hundred again to get Florida two, but. Uh, if you're making multiple lineups, that is a decent contrarian spot because they're going to get, they're not, they're going to get God knows who on the wings, like, and they're just not good defensively. So if they're going to, if they're going to be at that ownership, 1%, like I'm going to want Bjorkstrand because he is their best. Well, one of their better, like line is a great scorer, but Bjorkstrand, very good, very pricey though. It is going to be contrarian. And then, man, we have that wings one question again, like, Hello, darkness, my old friend, <laughs> like, because ah, going up against the line, a line is the one you want to do. And they're probably going to see each other. And, you know, Larkin and, and... Can I just
1: jump in real quick, please. Uh, yeah, I just want to mention the line matching because it's why I'm so excited about Detroit is I wanted to use them in their first game when they were at home against Tampa because Tampa had lost their third line. Um, and I didn't, and they scored like six goals or something like that. Oh, the guy I want yeah. to mention the line. I want to mention the line matching because Dylan Larkin, what yeah, they started yeah. to do last year was send them out against the bottom six. Yeah. So the Larkin Bertuzzi Raymond line, if Domi isn't in tonight is going to be going out against Yegor Chinikov, Cole silliger and Alex Teshier. That's two rookies plus Teshier. That's, that's kind of why earlier in our discord, I was talking about Detroit one is because, uh, like if you look, it's still very early numbers. Like they've only played a couple of games, but it's been a tale of two of like two cities pretty much for Columbus. The top six is about 60% XGF, like expected goals for the bottom six is like 35%. Like absolutely steamrolled and Larkin is going to be playing against the 35% guys. So that's my two cents. That's why I like, I'm never excited to play Detroit. But I think this is a good matchup against the bottom six because
0: of the line matching. Oh, man. If if Whiskers is watching this show, he's just lock button Detroit. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, listen, and Lucas Raymond is a good discount. He's on the top power play, 2,700. So listen, they're coming in at 1%, 2%. Doesn't take much to get him over the field in MME. Uh, someone, in, oh, our boy Quick Party said Domi's on IR. Um, so there's that. He's out. So yeah, listen, Detroit won. Don't need much to get over the field. Um, that's really about it from the Detroit side. I, I do like the top six of Columbus though as well.
1: Yeah, that's that's the other thing. Is like I agree with you on the Columbus side. I just think um, people are gonna people are gonna overlook that that Detroit top line, and they're gonna get a good in game matchup. So I do like Detroit one here tonight. Uh, on the blue line, you know I don't mind uh, Zach Wierenski. Uh, I he is a little expensive at 6300 I think uh, you know if you want to correlate with Nick Letty with the top power play unit for, for Detroit I think that's fine anybody else stick out
0: not really like I guess Phil pronic, Thirty one hundred. If you want to get a spicy meatball, another you know non top power play wing guy, and I don't know why you go out of your way to put wings defenseman in your lineup, but <laughs> at that price, I don't mind him. But yeah, Nicoletti top power play in twenty twenty one. You might as well add him to your Holtby and Perry lineups and just throw it back to nineteen ninety nine and win all the money.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, and that is there anybody that's sticking out to you here? Because I see they're both priced at the same price, right? They're both seventy seven hundred.
0: I was hoping uh, one of them would be cheaper, but I'd prefer Korpisalo, but I I, I wish he was like 7,400, 7,700 is probably going to be a pass for me. Let
1: me ask you, would you play either goalie in a non-correlated lineup? No. Yeah, okay, that's that's probably, probably – that's, that's the question I'm going to ask yeah. from now on, not would yeah. you play these goalies. Would you play these goalies in a non-correlated lineup? <laughs> Uh, All right, let's move it along. Next game, the New York Islanders have a 2.9 implied goal total. They're going to Chicago. Chicago has a 2.7 implied goal total. And, man, the panic buttons are getting pressed in Chicago. Uh, Jonathan Taves has two line mates. Alex to bring cats down to the third line. Dylan Strom is still a healthy scratch. I don't – cats and dogs are living together. It's just absolute (laughs) mayhem uh, in the Windy City. Uh, What do you think about uh, the Blackhawks and Islanders tonight, Josh?
0: Yeah, I mean – Blackhawk side, it's just impossible to full stack anybody. And it's not like this is the spot to do it anyway. You know, the Islanders are a good team. So really outside of like a one-off, I don't even know who I'd want probably Kubelik just because he's the cheapest guy and he shoots the puck at 5,100, like Patty Kane, 7,500, too pricey for me, you know, to bring cat down with, you know, in the bottom six at at 6,800, just not something I'm going to go to really. So, I'm probably just going to be out on the Blackhawks tonight just because, you know, they're going to switch up their lines. It's just inevitable. Uh, on the Islander side, I do really like that second line, Bavillier, Nelson, Bailey. They're, you know, decently cheap. And they, they've been together for more than a season now. There's It's not like it's a new line where there's not much data. There's a lot of data on this line, and they're very good. And they're getting a team in the Blackhawks that are panicking. They're not very good defensively. I think, you know, this is a good spot, you know, you see the top line, like Andrews Lee, like 7,300 on the road, Barzell 7,100. Like it's just too pricey for me, especially without Eberle there. Paul Mary's a nice player, but he's not the play driver Eberle was. So for me, this is an Islanders two game. If you want a one-off like a, or a two man like JGP and uh, Wallstrom, I think that's fine. Power play time is concerned, but I, I really do like Isles second line.
1: Yeah, uh, nothing to disagree with with you. Uh, I understood was what I had written down as well. Uh, by our top stacks tool, we have them as a 3% top two stack uh, with a 2.5% ownership. So 2.5% ownership, I'm fine with that. I wish they were still perfectly correlated on the power play. That's not the case anymore. Anthony Beauvillier is playing with the Barzal line while the other two guys are on their own power play unit. But I mean... It's it, it it's kind of like that Ovechkin thing, right? As long as you're as long as everybody on the line is getting power play minutes, I don't super care. Like I'd rather have the correlation obviously, but it's not, you know, completely make or break for me. Uh they're a very reasonable price. Uh they're coming in on DraftKings at 14,200. Uh, you know, by my uh by my numbers they come in as a as a top 6 uh, secondary line. So yeah, completely fine with Islander's second line here tonight. Uh, my Power Plays article this morning, I wrote up Noah Dobson. Staying at 2,900, I don't see any reason not to play him. Uh, Noah Dobson for me. Anybody else stick out to you?
0: Um, not really. And, you know, Seth Jones, 6,000 is a pass for me. Like, there's there's no one, like, on the, on the Blackhawks side that I'm itching to play. I guess he, Calvin DeHaan at 2,900, he's going to block some shots. So I think he's okay. But everyone else, it's really just Dobson. If you want to use Pulak uh, as a one-off, that's okay. Not top power play times, meh. So really Dobson or DeHaan for me.
1: Yeah, I, I, was, I was going to say Connor Murphy, but it's just because his price has come down a lot. But he's not playing the minutes he was last year. He's down 19 to 20, not 22 minutes. So, yeah, I think I might go with you and just save the $500 and go straight to Calvin Dehan. Uh Marc-Andre Fleury, 7,600, do anything for you?
0: He's going to see the shot line. Probably. It's just, there's cheaper options again that are that I'm I'd rather play the Mark Andre Flory. And it's not like I'm going to have a Blackhawks lineup. I don't think like there's not going to be a full stack for me. So I'm not really going to play him in a non-correlated lineup.
1: All right. Uh, yeah, that sounds just fine. All right. Next game, Los Angeles Kings 2.6 implied goal total going into Nashville. Nashville has a 2.9 implied goal total. Uh, I think the big note here for our purposes is that Nashville looks to be using the Ryan Johansson line as their shutdown line. Uh, So you should expect top line versus top line, second line versus second line and so on down here in this game. Uh, I think our favorite goalie on the slate might be in this game as well. We'll get to them eventually. What do you think about the forwards, first of all?
0: Yeah, uh, if you live on Narrative Street, Victor Arvidson back in Nashville, that is a large Narrative Street. There are some <laughs> big houses on that block. <laughs> and, and, listen, I think they got high rises going oh, yeah. up on that street. Woo, boy, <laughs> is he going to be itching to play tonight? But listen, I, I do like the Kings top line tonight. Uh, Ryan Johansson is 347 years old you know, Kopitar is not a spring chicken either, but the LA one is fully correlated on the top power play. They're not like crazy overexpensive. Kopitar 7,500 is a bit pricey for him, but Arvidsson 5,400 uh, Dustin Brown, 4,900 is fine. I think you can play them. Uh Second line. I, I do like just, just, you know, listen, Dino doesn't get power play time, but Kempe and I follow get secondary power play and they're going to get the Granlin line, which is just not great defensively. So I think you can go to, LA two, I, I don't think you need to, you know, go crazy with them, but they're coming in under one percent. They're cheap. They're like they're very cheap. They'll help you fit in the, the Colorados, the Edmontons, etc. I think you can have a couple of them there. Um, on the Nashville side, um, you know, looking at the ownership on that top line going into the Carpenter matchup at you know, four or five percent, it's it's okay. Like I just you know, Rijo four thousand nine hundred, Forsberg seven thousand four hundred. It's a bit pricey. I do like Duchesne three thousand six hundred. That that's too cheap for him. Um, I think you can go to Nashville one in MME builds. I'm not going to you know go out of my way in one to five lineups to play them. Second line okay as well. Like I, I just I'm not very high on Nashville tonight. I, my favorite line in this game is LA one.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Nothing else to say about that because I was in on Los Angeles one as well. Like Ryan Johansson at five k, like that's just or just under five k, forty nine hundred. It's just not a good price. Like him and Matt Shane should switch prices here. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know what that's all about. Uh, Want to mention Ely Tolvinen? Uh, That guy is just blowing the doors off shots wise. I think he's he's hit the shot bonus in his first two games. Yeah. Uh, I just don't really like that matchup. He has to go into the I follow matchup. Like that's probably pretty bad for them. It's a tough matchup. Yeah. Yeah, I just. I just don't like the depth matchups here really on either side. Like Los Angeles two is fine, but like I'm never playing Los Angeles two on the road on an 11 game slate in 20 lineups. Like I'm just not doing it. So I'm back. I'm with you. I'm going back to Los Angeles one uh, fully correlated, decent price, tough matchup. But uh, I think they like, they've looked really good this year aside from the results, just on the ice, like by the eye test, they've looked really good. Uh, so I'm going with Los Angeles one here. I don't mind. I, like Tol- I think Tolvan makes a fine one-off because if yeah. he gets a lot of depth matchups from Los Angeles, plus, the Kings still don't have a ton of depth, so maybe he can get you the shot bonus again there. Uh, on the blue line, uh, we do have to mention Roman Yossi because we always have to mention Roman Yossi, but he is 6,900. I find that a little bit expensive. Sean Walker, 3,600 is kind of popping for me. What about you?
0: Yeah, uh, if you was using LA1, I think, you know, Drew Dady's perfectly fine, 5,500. Uh, Sean Walker is a one-off I am on board with. Uh yeah. If you're not playing Yossi, there's not really much else on the Nashville side waiting for Felipe Myers price to drop under three K before I start clicking them in.
1: You're not going to uh, see. I like Philippe Myers, but I just, I don't know if there's like, it just seems to me like Yossi and Eckholm just soak up too much uh, of the possession from the defenseman. There's yeah. just not enough there for everybody else. But anyways, that's for another day. Uh just if you want to give us a like and a subscribe, uh, it would really help us out. We especially appreciate the subscriptions helps us grow this channel, uh, helps us keep bringing these uh, um, shows almost on a daily basis. Um, we're bringing NFL, NBA, PGA, we're bringing all those goods. So please subscribe if you can. And if you're on Twitter, check out uh, the pin tweet for the main Osmo uh, account. That's Osmo underscore com on Twitter. We have an NBA opening night giveaway uh, a free Osmo Plus NBA yearly pass. It's a $1,000 value. Um, will LeBron James or Steph Curry have more points in tonight's game? Uh, the the dire- directions are right there uh, in the image on the tweet. So head on over to Osmo underscore com on Twitter uh, to enter our contest to win a free year of Osmo Plus NBA pass. Uh, it's a $1,000 value. It's going to take about 20 seconds of your time. Uh, it doesn't get much better than that. Um, all right. A couple more games uh, to get through real quick. Uh, we have the jock market NBA show coming up with Adam and Eric right after us. And then MLB live before lock uh, with Terry Max right after that. I wish the Red Sox would stop blowing teams out. They're just, they're going to win the world series again. It's going to make me so mad. Anyways, uh, Winnipeg two and a half implied goal total going into Minnesota. The wild have a 3.1 implied goal total. Uh, the news is, Blake Wheeler out on the COVID list, uh, and he's symptomatic, so he's going to be out for a little while, it seems. Uh, Andrew Kopp likely to jump up to the top line uh, with Shifley uh, and Kyle Connor, and then Paul Stasny like, likely to move up to the second line uh, for Winnipeg. Uh, in chat, you uh, I don't know if you were raving. I was raving. We were raving about Minnesota yeah. 1. Yeah. Minnesota 1 likely one of our favorite lines tonight. Why don't you tell the good viewers about Minnesota 1?
0: yeah they're fully correlated on the top power play uh are their price is it's, this is a price driven play like 3.1 total on the home on the at home fully correlated power play winnipeg's pk still not very good so i like them tonight with wheeler out i don't know if that's a bump defensively or a downgrade defensively i think it's just you know cop moving up it is what it is uh Preetsoft 6,200. That's about fair for his price, but Joel Arks and Eck under 4,000. Zuccarello, 4,700. It's just too cheap for me. They are getting ownership. They're coming in around 10%, um, but the, you know, at that price, that's it's one of my favorite lines tonight. Uh, that's really about it that I like for the Wild. If you want a one-off of Fiala, I wish he'd move up and have some actual line mates, but like, after that top line, who's he really going to play with that gets you excited? Ryan Hartman? Victor Rask? like. Freddie Gaudreau, like, yeah, Freddie Goudreau okay. okay.
1: I think Freddie Goudreau a better
0: option. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like, get the man some line mates. Um, but, yeah, Minnesota won. I like a lot. On the Winnipeg side, I, it's just like, if they're in an empty net situation and you can tell me they're going to be in an empty net situation, yeah, I'll play them because that team hits the empty net more. Like, there's no statistical evidence to back that up. But every time you're fading a Winnipeg goal – they always find the empty net to just, like, destroy your bankroll. But, like, I don't know. I, I'm just not a huge fan of the Jets tonight. I think if I had to go to a line, to be that second line. You know, like, I, I two-man Dubois and Healers or something like that. They're they're not overly expensive. Uh, you know, Stasny, if you want to add them in, whatever. Uh, the top line, not fully correlated on the play anymore because Wheeler's out. Coming in around 2%, and it's, you know, like 15-9. I think it's okay, but – on 11 game slate, I'm going to look elsewhere. And uh, I, you know, Minnesota, Minnesota one is where I'd look.
1: Yeah. it. I mean, Winnipeg one is going to get the defensive matchup, and Winnipeg two is also going to get a defensive matchup. So, like, I think I'm just out on Winnipeg. Like, I don't want Shifley against that Erickson Eck line, and I don't want Dubois going up in the, against the Felino Greenway line either. So, like, I'm just out on Winnipeg here tonight. Um, when Minnesota one for me, they're one of my. Uh, top value lines on the entire slate. Love Minnesota one. I'm with you. Uh, maybe one off Fiala on the blue line. Brendan Dillon played 20 minutes and got the block bonus in his last game. If Winnipeg's going to get shelled here tonight, uh, 2500 might get the block bonus again. Don't mind him. Uh, would you and Jared Spurgeon, PP one saw a big price drop. Anybody yeah, else?
0: 3800. That's crazy. Also Nate Schmidt power play one 3200. If you're you know using the Jets, but I'm out on the Jets defenseman really.
1: Yeah, Uh, Connor Hellebuck, 7K, like, that's one of the guys, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, he's one of the better goalies in the NHL. It does worry me a little bit, but, you know, you're never going to be confident going in with, like, a 6,900 goalie on the road. You're just hoping he gets the volume.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right, like Connor Hellebuck as well. Uh, All right, last game. Uh, Thankfully, it's the last game because we don't really have to talk about this one. Anaheim, 2.1 implied goal total going into Edmonton. Edmonton, 3.5 goal total. I'm just out on Anaheim. They haven't. I've watched two of their games. They haven't looked good. None of their lines. I mean, their third line has looked decent, but I'm not playing Anaheim's third line with a 2.1 implied goal total on an 11-game slate. So Edmonton power play for me. Um, I'm trying to sneak Nurse in because I think his pri- with Barry's price drop, uh, we'll see a big ownership discrepancy. Anything else you want to talk about there?
0: Yeah, I feel like Billy Madison, you know, Adam Sandler, Billy Madison, for the love of God, stay here. Stack Pugliari in your Edmonton stacks.
1: For yes. the love of God. Yeah, especially over on FanDuel. I mentioned yeah. in my power plays articles. Price hasn't come up on FanDuel. It's still a lot cheaper than it is on DK. So if you're playing on FanDuel, yeah, and, definitely make sure you three man stack.
0: And he gets power play one time. Yeah, he's on power play too, but he does see a little bit of power play one time. And he's always a third of the ownership of McDavid and Dry
1: And I think this is a year that he finally like last year he was just catching up to speed this year. I think he finally turns it on. Yeah. All right. We're going to get out of here. That'll do it for us today. Uh, My hat trick pick for tonight, uh, Kirill the Thrill, Kirill Dollar Bill, Kirill Kaprazov, who you got?
0: I'm going narrative street in one of those high-rises. He's going to be screaming from the rooftops, Victor Arvidsson.
1: (laughs) I love it, man. All right. Victor Arvidsson, Kirill Kaprazov are your hat trick picks for tonight. All right. For Jordan, our producer, for Joshua Harris, our single-entry assassin, I'm Michael Clifford, a.k. Slim Cliffy, saying good luck tonight, everybody.